0: $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to PureTalk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money.
1: So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.
0: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Third hour of Clay and Buck starts right now, everybody. Thanks for rolling with us. Appreciate you being here. If you want to chat with us in real time, 800-282-2882 on those phone lines. Also, don't forget, you can email us directly Um. By going to clayandbuck.com, become a VIP subscriber, and we'll be looking at some of those emails in the back half of this hour as well. We are, uh, still looking at next week, the possibility of a Trump indictment looming. Uh, if this does not happen, and by the way, I, I didn't say this in the, uh, in the first hour, Clay, I meant to that, you know, cause there are people like this who are, who are left of center very clearly. I mean, I remember debating Alan Dershowitz on on gun control on CNN. By the way, he doesn't want you to have guns, like, period. I mean, he, that's, that's his... So he's a Democrat, everybody. He says, but it, obviously a very, very smart guy, knows the law very well. He says, I'm not a Trump voter, but this is laughable. This looming indictment over a porn star payoff is the most ridiculously weak, contorted case I've ever seen. And D.A. Bragg has disgraced his office. Merely the consideration of this... Has, uh, Dershowitz coming out and saying, this is absolutely insane. By the way, Trump. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you see this? Shares chilling picture. Now, okay. There's a, there's a Daily Mail headline. And I just want to be clear. This is their, this is their interpretation from the truth social post of of donald trump over this have you seen this one clay
0: i, I saw yeah i was looking through uh trump's most recent uh comments and uh because i saw this this story getting a lot of uh, headlines and i was curious to uh to see how much uh i thought there was some validity to it but fire away
1: so here's where i mean basically you got a photo of alvin bragg uh with his just standing at a podium pretty standard photo you got a photo. You know what? Let's, can we link to this guys up at clayandbuck.com so everybody can go and, and check this one out? Just so you can see the photo for yourself. We can just put the Truth Social post out there. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, the, the value of Truth Social is now, well, I mean, yeah, it's a no speech interruption and uh, censorship. I mean, there's a, a bunch of things you could argue, but a big value across the media landscape is that if you want to see Trump statements, you gotta, you gotta be on this platform. That's the only, he is not on Twitter. Uh, I think he's back on Facebook, but people are using Truth Social to see what the latest is from the president. Anyway, he's got this photo up where he's holding a baseball bat and kind of making a kind of a, a wise guy face. And this is how it is being this is how it is being interpreted by the Daily Mail. Trump shares chilling picture, threatening Manhattan DA with a baseball bat while warning death and destruction will come if degenerate psychopath charges him in stormy daniels hush money case okay now i don't think all, i don't think all the pearl clutching over the photo of of the bat you know i'll leave that to people whether they really think this is a threat or if, you know trump is trying to be funny in his account um people can argue about that um but uh, I, I don't i don't know i don't you know it's he's so in the right on this issue in general, on whether or not he should be indicted, It's so obvious that I I just I I sit here and I want to say to myself, why why give anybody anything to fight back with at this stage when he's I feel like he's about to high step into the end zone on this issue one way or the other indictment or no indictment because he's in the right here. You know, so this truth social post, I know we'll forget about it by Monday, but I look at this and I'm like, come on, Trump, you're going to win this one.
0: Yeah, I, look, the the thing that I think is most interesting about the week that we've had since Saturday, when Trump said he thought he was going to be indicted, first of all, I think it's given unbelievable amounts of firepower to Trump's 2024 campaign, and Trump is going to be on. Sean Hannity's on with us after uh, every day after our show ends. Trump's going to be on Hannity on Monday, and they're doing an hour long. Trump-Hannity special is my understanding, and I believe coming out of that Monday Fox News appearance, because, Buck, correct me if I'm wrong, Trump basically hasn't been on Fox News for months. Six months. Six months. Six
1: months. He hasn't appeared on Fox News.
0: Uh, Which is, I mean, if you compare that with Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or Mike Pompeo, I mean, I don't know what the total number of times that those guys would have been on Fox News, but it's extraordinarily far more common. To me, next week is going to be the best week of Trump's 2024 campaign. Because this past week, he has garlanded to me a lot of support from people out there who are not particularly affiliated. We further, we told you this months ago. Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, whoever else runs, Mike, Mike Pence, I don't think any of them have a prayer. This is DeSantis versus Trump. And if you look at the polls, Trump has, since November, been elevating to a large extent. And the DeSantis campaign has made the decision that they're not going to announce until the Florida legislature session is over. And by the time that happens, he's going to be behind, meaning DeSantis, fairly substantially. Now, let me say this. National polls really don't matter that much. The question is, what's going to happen in Iowa and what's going to happen in New Hampshire? And how much support is there going to be for Trump in those two states? Because the amount of attention that that will get in January and February of next year will, in substantial measure, change the trajectory of the election. And I just look at it and think, if he gets indicted, this thing may be over Before we ever really get into a campaign, because I don't think people are not going to support Trump once he gets indicted. He's going to skyrocket like he did after Mar-a-Lago. And then is DeSantis or anybody else, for that matter, going to be able to measure a real attack if he does, as I expect, skyrocket in the event of uh, his indictment? Does that make sense to you? Like As you start to look at the months ahead DeSantis is going to have to come back. It's like he's down three touchdowns. Well, first of uh, all, to start the to start his campaign.
1: You know, it's it's easy to forget a few things. One is the polls for Trump after 2022 were abysmal.
0: Whether you think that Correct.
1: it was Trump's fault or not, a lot of we're talking Republicans now. A lot of Republican registered voters were saying that Kerry Lake, Herschel Walker, Doug Mastriano, you know, you go down this list, they were blaming Trump for that. People Rightly or wrongly, yeah. please don't, you know, I'm just saying that was what the polls were, uh, were reflecting at that time. People have moved on from that. Honestly, a lot of people, I think, have just largely forgotten about it. And now we're in a phase where Trump is in and Trump is, is a candidate for president. And there's a governor that we all think is going to get him, but he's not in yet. Yeah. So there's, there's also that. I mean, it's very early. Plus you have somebody who hasn't even announced yet. And so we're in this weird space. That all said, the good news with all of this is that the other side, is it looks increasingly clear, our assessment of the Democrat side of the House is accurate. Yeah. So you have, for example, the Reuters piece that just came out, which, I mean, they, the headline is, Tethered Together, Biden and Harris Move Toward 2024 Re-Election Run. What it should say, if there were honest headlines, is, Biden doesn't even want to do this again, but he knows Kamala has no shot. Yeah. No chance. Okay, here's here's where they get into. This is the gentle way that Reuters, by the way, okay, this is like, all journalism. Reuters is explaining to the Democrat audience in this country that it has, hey, guys, it's got to be Biden again, because here's what they say. While the pair have a good working relationship, Democratic sources say Biden has frustrations about some of her work. he is also convinced that neither Harris nor any other Democratic hopefuls would be able to beat former President Donald Trump if he is the Republican nominee, a factor that has influenced Biden's inclination to run again, according to a former White House official. Uh, If he did not think she was capable, he would not have picked her, they said, next. But it is a question of consistently rising to the occasion, trying to clean this up. Okay. What have we been saying all along, folks? Their plan, I think, quite clearly was Biden for a term, yep. steps down, Kamala gets to actually take over, run for reelection as the incumbent, because, as we all know, you're basically the taxpayers are funding the whole campaign on top of your campaign. You get to go everywhere. You're the president. You make whatever speeches you want, et cetera. Um, this is them telling everybody, "Hey, guys, we know the woke left wing base of the Democrat Party was all excited for Kamala to take over." But Joe has to be the guy, because even Joe knows Kamala has no chance.
0: That's right. And what I would say in general, for everybody to keep in mind out here, what has changed? This election, basically 44 states are off the board, in my opinion, right? You look at 2024, I think there are 44 states, maybe 43, that are completely off the board And you know who's going to win, right? Now, maybe I'm wrong. Let's say Glenn Youngkin is the vice president and Glenn Youngkin delivers Virginia. Well, then we're going to have basically a landslide, right? States that we already know how they're going to turn out. They're going to be red or they're going to be blue. Seven states. Like, really, when you want to get down to the nitty-gritty, 2024, even as we sit here 18 months, whatever the heck it is, out from the next election... Tell me, New Hampshire, Michigan, Nevada, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. You tell me who wins those seven states, I'll tell you who the president's going to be. And my question for all of you to think about, what has happened since 2020 that is going to change in the direction of Republicans all seven of those states, which we lost We need to win two or three of those states, probably, from a mathematical perspective. Maybe Georgia, because Brian Kemp has been so successful, although we just saw Herschel Walker lose to Warnock, so there's a little bit of nervousness there. But other than Georgia, maybe Nevada, because you just got a Republican governor in, Lombardo there, what makes you think that those seven states are going to move in a different direction in 2024 than they did in 2020? Well, one answer is Biden has been so bad that he's not going to be able to win these states like he did in 20. Back of your mind, 43 states are decided. Most of us do not live in states where our vote is really going to matter because we already know who's going to win. New Hampshire, Michigan, Nevada, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania. Republicans have to flip three of those states, basically, in order to be elected president. Do you feel like that is moving in the direction where it's going to happen. 800-282-2882. We do have some good news I'm going to hit you with as we continue to roll buck. Uh, this is the result there that I think people are going to enjoy as we head into the weekend.
1: We support worthy causes here on the program, one of them being the good work done by the women and men providing invaluable services at the preborn network clinics. In the course of their 17 year history, they've rescued over 200,000 babies' lives by loving mothers with unplanned pregnancies and introducing them to the precious life growing inside of them through ultrasound. They'll tell you what occurs every day is a miracle. It's hard to argue with that. Once a mother hears that heartbeat, the majority of the time, she will choose life. But without the ultrasound, the odds are not in favor of life. The ultrasound itself, that process, is a game changer. We've partnered with Preborn to help rescue thousands of babies this year, and we do that by helping with donations. One ultrasound is just $28. dollars Every tax-deductible donation, big or small, helps to save the unborn. Preborn receives no government funding. They're completely dependent on us, members of the pro-life community. For just $28, you can help save a life. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn.
0: He's Buck Sexton. He's Clay Travis. Together, they're
1: breathing sanity into an insane world. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver?
0: I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two,
0: As someone who served our
1: country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on govx.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit govx.com, that's govx.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order gov x savings for those who serve look i'm a two-way guy second amendment all about it i appreciate the sport of shooting i appreciate marksmanship i appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself i also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price my first career at a college put me in parts of the world where you know what i had to have a firearm to protect myself years later i keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order.
0: Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We got a lot of people who want to weigh in, variety of different topics. Um let's hit a couple of these. Chris in El Paso. You got marriage advice for Buck? Buck, how many months is it now you've been married? You've made you um, lasted
1: Happy Month number three about to start three
0: you've so, almost here's... outlasted Kim Kardashian's first marriage so congratulations there uh, I think she got married well I don't remember who her first husband was she got married to Chris Humphreys at some point in the in the Pantheon of husbands It did not last very long Chris uh, how long have you been married
2: I have been married now for 12 years sir and mega dittos to both of you from this eleven Bravo 20 years ago we were up in northern Iraq and uh, Buck thank you for what you've done because I know You have saved a lot of my brothers' and sisters' lives with stuff that you did, so thank you very much.
1: Thank you, sir. I tried.
2: All right, you got advice. Okay, so I got a little advice. I got a book for you. I Am Pitts. That is a book about a soldier that almost died that you guys would both love. He also has a podcast, I Am Pitts. It's a great book, fast read. You guys would love it. But also, when it comes to marriage advice, so, Clay, maybe you should... My wife says you should hold off on giving you know, a lot of advice. Maybe you should call me first before you give Buck any advice because our women should be the only people in our lives that are beautiful. Now, there's pretty out there. I got it. But when it comes to discussing other women being gorgeous, hot, sexy, that's not good for our women when it comes to trying to build their confidence. So in the future, hey, Buck, next time you look at Carrie, you're going to be like, you know what? Chris was right. This is the only beautiful woman in the world. Of course, unless you get girls, then they will also be beautiful. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean my, this is... The,
1: my, my, wife, my wife is hot. Clay's wife is hot. Everything's okay
0: here. I don't say. Well, what's the issue? I don't... I, <laughs> I there, there's this old... Thank you for the call. There's this old-school idea that if you admit that another woman is attractive, that somehow it's devaluing your own wife's attractiveness. Like, that seems really strange. If my wife says, hey, Brad Pitt or Denzel Washington are good-looking dudes... I don't take it as a personal affront, right? And I don't even know who we've talked about that's good looking on the show. Uh, but I, every now and then I'll hear from people and they're usually old and they're like, Oh, you can never, once you get married, you can never mention that somebody else is ever attractive. I, I don't think that's a very common, uh, commonplace, uh, perspective.
1: Yeah. I mean, I look, we, we, we're open to all kinds of ideas and I certainly <laughs> I think could, that's, uh, I think that's a rough, I, I think that's advice. rough advice.
0: I think that's rough because if you're not, acknowledging that somebody else is attractive it's like you're hiding the truth right like your eyes don't stop working when you get married well i would also i would also
1: not just think but i i can say that you know the the bond you have with the internal and external beauty of your wife and your soulmate so far exceeds like it's almost like you you can refer to a uh, a beautiful sculpture, shall we say? David, maybe. You could say the even. sculpture is beautiful. I could even say, wow, that that David, he was a beautiful, a beautiful man. Oh, you, you gotta be careful. careful.
0: You gotta be careful. You can't say that? Like, I don't think Michelangelo's you could call, call, call the, the David sta- a beautiful man. You can't call Michelangelo's David beautiful? I'm I don't confused. think I don't. I mean, the art maybe is beautiful, but he's a naked man. I don't think you could call him beautiful. Like, I think you could say, like, he's really in good shape. So you can call
1: the statue beautiful, but not the man beautiful? Yes, okay. I don't think you can my call mind the is, beautiful. My mind is trying to work through all this stuff. I, all right. yeah, I'm,
0: I'm just trying to protect you here. <laughs> I, I, I don't want you getting blown up by guys out there talking about how many beautiful... The next thing you know, Buck Sexton talks about naked man being beautiful. I was just going to say, it's like
1: you see a beautiful actress on TV, it's like seeing a statue, you're just commenting on the aesthetics,
0: not your connection. Yeah, right. Well, I get. That. I don't think that men can be beautiful. I think maybe it's just the use of the word beautiful associated with a man. <laughs>
1: Michelangelo's David is a handsome man. He's a handsome handsome man. man. He's a handsome man. I would agree with that.
0: Uh, Do you need emergency food during your lifetime? Buck might need emergency food because of what he just said on the radio show. No one wishes (laughs) it. Then again, no one needs car insurance or home insurance. And then suddenly you have to have it. That's what happens with emergency food as well. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Each kit will give you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day, $200 to save. MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com.
1: Because I, I'll just put this out there. My, my general assessment, my analysis on this is that the... The left is going to lose. Uh, they're not going to admit it. They're not going to go down without, uh, screaming and shouting about it and everything else. But, but politically, um, they're going to lose on this issue of, uh, transgender athletes in organized athletics. Yep. Um, I, I don't see how they can win over the long term. This is going to keep going. We're probably 10 years away, maybe five years away from it. It's starting to really just, be too much for them to continue to push this but it just doesn't work it doesn't make sense and we have an example uh a, a data point that you could put in that category here uh this is from cbs news track and field's governing body will exclude transgender women from female events so world athletics overseas track and field internationally has said that trans women will not be competing in all female events It says that the, uh, this applies to trans athletes who have gone through male puberty. Um, so I, I just want to say, Clay, that this is, uh, this is actually a win for, dare I say, science. Yes. Because anybody, uh, any biologist who is not terrified of being canceled, being, you know, hounded, uh, out of their job and told they're a horrible person will tell you, that just the process of going through male puberty increases bone density, muscle density, physical structure, as in the you know that your your size, and the notion that later on growing your hair long and taking some female hormones for a few months changes that is absurd. It, yes. it is just factually untrue. Um, and I think in track and field, what they realized was they were just one con- they were one you know um, contender. They were one person away from the South Park Macho Man Randy Savage thing looking all too real. I mean, if a true, we've seen this a little bit. Like you've probably seen the photo of, well, first of all, the six foot three guy swimming at, uh, from UPenn. We all saw yeah. that next to the women who, you know, were all like five, seven and look like women. Um, there, I think that there's also photos. I don't know the specifics offhand, but of a guy who is like six, four, 250. Who's playing women's rugby. Have yes. you seen that one? Yes. That photo. Um, and they realized at some point that there was going to just be somebody who was a male track and field competitor at a pretty, at a pretty high level. Obviously not, you know, a true champion, but at a pretty high level who was going to grow his hair long, say he's a woman and just win every event. Yep. And they've, they've thwarted that.
0: Yeah. And look, this is where I think Megan Kelly was prescient with her tweet that she sent out yesterday that we talked about. First of all, this is a win for sanity. And one reason that I've been, I've been fighting this battle for years now, uh, is because initially, what did they always tell you? The same thing they always say, oh, this is not a real issue. This is a culture war that's being manufactured. No, no, no. This was slowly becoming and is still becoming more and more prevalent. The Leah Thomas, uh, NCAA swimming issue kind of put it on the forefront. But when you look at tennis, soccer, basketball, there's going to be a situation, track and field was well, well aware of this too, that it was impossible to ignore a guy dominating. I'll give you an example, Buck. The first sport that I saw that said we can't stand for this anymore, Frisbee golf. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were analyzing, hey, where does biological sex matter not as much, I would be like throwing a Frisbee, walking around in the woods, uh, trying to make uh, trying to make a uh, look, a, you know, like a, I think a win there.
1: To be totally fair, I think there are some sports slash games where you could argue that they're that are really you know
0: billiards. Yep.
1: I think you could Darts. argue that there doesn't need to be any you know sex segregation in billiards. I mean, I'm a pretty wicked ping pong player. I know people are going to be like, oh, unless you literally have played at a, like a high national level, I could probably smoke you in ping pong out there. Just letting you know, if you ever see me near a ping pong table, I'll show you guys what's up. But uh, I think at ping pong, you know, male-female would be pretty close. Um There's some other games the I can't think The more you of,
0: have to uh, use physical strength, strength and, and or speed. Yes. rapid movement of substantial distance, it matters more. But even to the point, Buck, Frisbee golf is saying men have a innate advantage in this sport. And you think about it, it's a little bit like golf, right? Like you can drive the yeah. ball further, you can throw further. But they were you one know, of the first chess? sports I saw this. Chess in theory would be, you know, one I'm, I'm a chess,
1: a chess elite or, you know, chess athlete. You know, I love a little chess, not separated by gender. Yeah. So if you want to grow your hair long, change your name and say you're a woman or whatever. No problem. It's only a problem. This isn't about being mean to people or being exclusive. It's about reality. And as you and I know. You know, we've already seen this play out. I mean, men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women. This is just what we're dealing with.
0: If you have to argue with anybody about this, just hit them with this question. How come women who decide to identify as men aren't making male sports teams and having success? Because this is only a one-way street, right? Because that's one of the arguments they try to make. Well, they're like, oh, it balances out. Okay. If you don't think there is a biological advantage. How come there hasn't been a woman who decides to take testosterone pills and then suddenly ends up being able to compete at a high level of men's athletics? It's because that's not a biological man, and even taking testosterone pills does not cancel out all of the advantages that are innate of becoming a man. And I just use this as an example because I coach little league sports. Buck, do you, you may even remember this because it was such a big story, and I bet our crew in New York will remember it, do you remember when they had the Little League World Series team had a pitcher that was too old? Like, he was like 14 years old, and they were claiming he was 12, and he was dominant. If you guys can look up that story, um, the difference between, for anybody out there who has ever coached Little League, the difference between a kid who has hit puberty and a kid who has not is seismic. Because the first kid to get the mustache in Little League sports tends to dominate because he's becoming a man and he's competing against boys. And it was like considered to be an outrage. I believe it was a New York area team that had a kid with a fake base, uh, birth certificate and he was a pitcher and he was, able, he was bigger, stronger, faster than the other kids. And that was just two years of advantage. And people said this was totally unacceptable for notions of fair play that's why we have age limits well that's also why we have sex limits in terms of boys and girls competing well yeah. i've coached teams buck little league when a girl's like it's nine ten year old baseball i've had girls on my team there's not much difference between the sex in fact one of the best players on our team was a girl some of you out there probably played little league where girls were really athletic and decide they want to play with the boys but that was fine here but here's an example. once puberty gets here
1: Here's an example um, of just the bio, biophysical or biological differences uh, in male and female strength. If you look at, and they do this by body weight, which is also, you know, it's, it's, you're going to far, find far fewer 200-pound women than you will 200-pound men, for example, right? I mean, think the average American man, actually, I don't even know what the average American man weighs right now, but let's just do it by weight class. Untrained and then all the way up to elite. If you are a 200 pound man, you can bench press about 135, 140 pounds walking into a gym, never having lifted a weight in your life. Okay. So you're, you're expected to be able to bench press about 135, 140. And if you're an elite lifter at 200 pounds, you're 350 to 360 pounds plus that you're benching, right? So 50% more than your body weight. You go to women, and this is you know based on all the data of strength and and uh, and body weight you can pull together. If you found a two hundred pound woman, which just to be you know there's far fewer of them, or it's less common than it is, and this is again men. This is I think in the uh, you know like twenty five to forty you know age range, a two hundred pound woman who is untrained is expected to deal be with bench press ninety pounds, and the absolute elite range at that same weight class is about two hundred pounds. I mean. So whether you're working out a lot or not, it it it's, couldn't be any more obvious here that there is a difference in the biological structures and physical musculature of men. I I I've I mean I work out at a gym down here in Miami Clay. There are literal fit female fitness models in yep. there. Okay. People that, you know, and they're some of them are very, very strong and they got a lot of muscles and stuff. And most 220 pound guys listening to this right now can probably bench double what they do. Yeah. Maybe 50% more, but probably double what they bench. Just walking in, putting the sandwich down for a few minutes.
0: Yep. This is biology. Biology's real, despite what the party of science wants to tell us, which is why there's an irony there. Let me hit this, de- these details, by the way, because I, I do think it's instructive. First of all, ask the question, how come m- girls who decide to identify as men can never compete on men's teams? That really throws people for a loop. It will not happen. It has not happened. Um, and then use the example of this Danny, the kid was Danny Almonte. Uh, He was a team, he played Little League baseball for a Bronx team, and after an investigation, he could throw the ball like crazy uh, fast. He was two years too old to have competed in Little League baseball. He was 14 in a 12-and-under league, and it was a massive uproar over that cheating scandal. Well, if two years of masculinity make that much of a difference in terms of your ability to dominate, What does 18, 20, or 25 years of masculinity mean when it comes to competing against women? These are very basic questions, but they're very hard for people to answer. And to your point, Buck, I think that's why we're starting to win in this level, because people who understand sports see it directly that this is the definition of an anti-competitive bias, uh, and it should not be allowed. And I give credit to the international track and field for taking a stand on this issue. And I think every single league, uh, in America, every single high school, every single, uh, you know, uh, NCAA college, certainly pro sports. There's an issue right now in Australia where a guy who identifies as a woman is trying to play Australian women's basketball. Um, this is going to be an issue. And Megan Kelly was right when she said at some point, somebody's going to try to play in Wimbledon as a woman who's a dude. Uh, you're going to have WNBA being taken over by guys. This is real and it's going to happen and it's absurd and we need to call it out. Tunnel the to Towers Foundation's building its Let's, Let Us Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, just northeast of Tampa. First of its kind, a community of about a hundred homes for Tunnel the to Towers program recipients. A gold star family, the Thorntons, moved in first. Danielle and children. Danielle is the widow. Uh, her ch- kids are Jalen and Kinsley. After the death of their husband and the father, Robert, who was a U.S. Army sergeant, Danielle calls the new home they have a blessing. In the Let Us Do Good village, Gold Star families of first uh, fallen first responders, severely injured first responders, and service members, they're all neighbors. Heroes and families of heroes live in one community so they can help one another heal. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our nation's greatest heroes and what they have done to make our country and our community stronger. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. Donate $11 a month, as both Buck and myself have done, at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, org geek out with the guys on the Sunday hang with Clay and Buck podcast a new episode every Sunday find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts why are people still on the
1: fence about owning gold and silver I just don't understand
0: have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts
1: you can look to precious metals for various reasons
0: We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free
1: govx members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service brands like oakley vortex optics yeti under armor and many more you'll also save big on sports tickets entertainment and travel GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty.
0: GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX.
1: Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of... Shooting, I appreciate marksmanship, I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret bear creek arsenal they offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does how does bear creek arsenal do it there's no middleman fees that's how i own one of their ar15s it is an incredible firearm they know what they're doing discover bear creek arsenal go online to bearcreekarsenal.com/buck that's bear creek arsenal Dot .com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name Buck as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. BearCreekArsenal.com slash Buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order.
0: Welcome back in, closing up shop. Fifteen hours up, fifteen hours down. We appreciate all of you hung out with us all week long. On Monday, we'll see what the craziness out there is, and we'll be looking forward to hanging out with all of you. Uh, but I wanted to hit you some good news as we finish off the week. I encourage you to go subscribe, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show Podcast. You will not miss a moment. Lots of cool, unique offerings that are brand new and would otherwise not be discoverable unless you are going to be a podcast subscriber. So go do it. Um, I saw this story, Buck, and I wanted to have a uh, a good story to close out the week. I don't think this story has actually gotten as much attention as it should have. Um, some of you will remember in Washington State, we appreciate everybody out there listening in Washington State right now, uh, a coach named Joseph Kennedy was at Bremerton High School, and he was an assistant football coach, and after games, he would pray at the 50-yard line, and sometimes other kids would decide to pray alongside of him. It wasn't compelled. It was for people who felt, this is actually pretty common, Buck, as you, as you probably know, even though you're not a huge sports fan. It's very common for after football games, before football games, for there to be prayers. It's a violent sport. People want People I mean, I am, say. I am an American. Yes. I do, I do, I do watch some sports. So you're, you're familiar with this. This is not uncommon, right? After a game for everybody together and to pray. Well, in Washington state, he was fired from his job for choosing to pray after games. Uh, and he eventually took his case all the way to the Supreme Court. It took seven years. Uh, He was uh, suspended from his coaching job in 2015, uh, and he said, It was my covenant between me and God. After every game, win or lose, I'm going to do it right there on the field of battle. He sued the school district. It went all the way to uh, the Supreme Court. Justice Neil Gorsuch uh, said the Constitution and the best of our traditions counsel mutual respect and tolerance, not censorship and suppression for religious and non-religious views alike. He won his case at the Supreme Court. This coach did. It was ordered that he be rehired as an assistant coach. They paid for all of his lawyers, and he got a $1.7 million settlement. So for everybody out there, Buck, Going into the weekend, I know sometimes it can be frustrating. You feel like truth and justice is not always winning. This story, to me, of a guy, just an assistant high school football coach, fought for seven years to get his right to pray after a football game in a public high school allowed, and now not only did he win all the way at the U.S. Supreme Court, he's getting his assistant coaching job back and $1.7 million. That, my friends is a
1: win it's a good day for america good day makes me makes me happy justice can be done i want to i want to remember that that it is possible because next week it may very well, well feel yeah. like justice doesn't really get done very much in this country at all depending on how the situation plays out in new york city dare we call this buck a beautiful result i think so <laughs> I, it's definitely a handsome result. <laughs> It's very handsome. This is a get, result that works out a lot.
0: I, 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 for people out there who, who are not aware, Buck described Michelangelo's David as a beautiful man, and there have been a lot of reactions rolling in as to whether or not a man just, can be beautiful.
1: I, you know, I just thought we we're our history class <laughs> for a second here. I thought I thought we were in the trust tree. I thought we were in the nest.
0: Oh, that's such as old school. One of the great yeah. all time movies. The Frank
1: the Tank would have called Michelangelo's David a beautiful man. Certainly,
0: after a few. Times. You need to watch Old School again now that you're married, because one of the, I think the funniest there are a ton of funny scenes in Old School, but when Frank the Tank is going through and he gets offered a beer bong, and he says, nah, he's got a really busy day. Yeah, uh, he's got to go know, to Home Depot." And you know, I will say though,
1: it wasn't me. Just so everyone, it wasn't me. I did have a friend in college though, who during senior week went streaking, and he got arrested. And this was in the Carolinas. And they kept him naked in the back of the squad car. So, streaking in the movies is one thing.
0: Streaking in real life, very different. Did they give him clothes when he got to the jail?
1: They gave him a, like a blanket to wrap up in at the <laughs> jail, but he was naked in the back seat of the car and handcuffed. I remember he told me about this. So. It's not you do not want to be it naked. It was not me.
0: Prison. I'm not in I hope he didn't drop the soap. Um I appreciate all of you. I hope all of you have fantastic weekends. Good congratulations to that coach in Washington. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.